0: Hi, and welcome to Effective's Top 10 Tips Podcast. Each episode is a quick roundup of practical, easy to implement tips on a wide range of management and personal development themes. As always, full show notes for this episode, including a handy summary of each tip, are available on our website. Just see the episode notes for this and many other useful links. We also offer workshops and coaching on all topics covered in this podcast. If you'd like to find out more, just visit our website, effectiveconnect.co.uk. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is this week the opposite to last week. Last week, we spent time looking at giving feedback. This week, my top 10 tips are all around receiving feedback. So, off we go. Tip number one, always say thank you. Acknowledge the feedback and the feedback giver. That's to encourage you to continue to get feedback because I think this is really important. When you get feedback, it gives you choice. You get some additional information about you, your performance, the way you are presenting yourself and you can then decide what to do about it. You can take the feedback seriously and decide to take some action based on that feedback or you can choose to ignore it, put it in the bin. The point is getting feedback gives you information which you can make decisions about. If you don't get feedback, you don't get that choice. You can't know what's positive about some of your performance as other people see it and what's not. So reinforce the likelihood of you continuing to get feedback by always acknowledging and saying thank you to both the feedback giver and for the feedback. Tip number two. If the feedback is in any way critical avoid defending justifying or explaining all of that will make you sound defensive and a bit brittle and will probably discourage the feedback giver from continuing to give you feedback now whilst that might seem initially attractive if the feedback is in any way critical it actually reinforces tip number one that it's more likely to lead to the giver stopping giving that feedback so don't justify don't defend don't explain just take the feedback as it is tip number three having said that it is okay to ask for an example to give more substance or body to the feedback this is not challenging the feedback it's just being clear what the feedback is referring to it's easier to understand the nature of the feedback if the person giving the feedback can give you an example. So it's okay, it's not defensive to ask for an example. And if if necessary, you can say that. You can say, thanks for the feedback, can you give me an example of, of, of how that works or when you've seen me do that or when you've heard me say that. So it's okay to ask for an example. Tip number four, if the feedback is positive, don't reciprocate or fob the feedback off. Let's look at each of those as problematic. If you reciprocate, in other words, somebody gives you a compliment, let's say, about your appearance, and you feel obliged to pay them a compliment back, it's a sort of cheapening of the feedback. It's as if it devalues the feedback, because it's almost a game. They've given you some feedback, so you have to give them some feedback. It's a devaluing process to feel you have to equalise the feedback. Just accept it as a gift, as something pleasant or something helpful, and don't feel the need to reciprocate or pay it back. And equally, don't fob it off. Don't brush it aside. Don't appear or even say, oh, it's nothing or "That's just doing my job. Yes, it may well be your natural humility and your discomfort with being complimented but you know what if somebody genuinely wants to give you credit and they see that in doing so it's making you uncomfortable so that you fob it off then if they value you and you look as though you're uncomfortable they may think well I don't want to make you uncomfortable so I'll stop giving you the feedback and yet most of us will really value and appreciate positive feedback. So. Don't make it difficult for the feedback giver. Don't reciprocate, which cheapens the feedback. And don't fob it off, which makes it look to the feedback giver that you're really uncomfortable with it. Tip number five. If the feedback comes to you as a surprise and you're not really sure how valid it is, then by all means seek corroboration from another party. Go to somebody whose views you can trust. Maybe you need to explain that you want some honest feedback, explain that you've already had some feedback, and see if you can get somebody else's second opinion. So if you're not sure, seek the views of others. Tip number six, and I'm calling this recognize responsive feedback. We get feedback all the time. It's really a question whether we've got our our eyes and ears open to such feedback. So feedback doesn't have to be direct and verbal. I, I, I do a lot of teaching and you can usually tell if the class are engaged or not, if the class is attentive or not, if a particular student is with you or not. That's feedback. So keep your eyes and ears open because people's behaviour will give you some indication of how you're doing and that's feedback. So. Keep your eyes and ears open for what I call responsive feedback, how others are responding to you. Tip number seven. If you've had some critical feedback and have thought about it, got over your initial discomfort and thought, you know what, that's really helpful. That's given me a view about myself that I hadn't recognised previously. Then go back to that person and thank them. because. I think the person who gives you critical feedback in a supportive way knows they're taking a risk but feels it's worthwhile to let you know so that you can do something about it. And if that's happened and you've had really what seemed initially to be critical feedback but has been really helpful, then I think it's really helpful to acknowledge that back to the individual. So say thank you again if you've valued the feedback. Tip number eight, of course, the best way to show that the feedback you've been given is valued is to act upon it. So the best way of confirming that the feedback has been helpful and useful is to put that feedback into effect. If for example, somebody has given you feedback that, for example, you you interrupt rather than letting people finish, letting them finish, then If you think that's a really valid piece of feedback, make sure you don't interrupt when they're speaking. They'll notice it and you'll notice that you're doing it. And both of you should feel good from that point of view. So put the feedback into action as the best way of showing that you value it. Tip number nine follows on from tip number eight, and it's a bit of a qualifier. Yes, clearly we should, if we value the feedback, take steps to enact that feedback to put it into action but we are all creatures of habit and so intending to put the feedback into action isn't the same as doing it it's quite hard to change a habit and if the feedback you've been given requires you to change a habit then accept that that may take time and make make an effort find a way of replacing an unhelpful habit with one that's more positive and helpful but be aware that if the feedback has been about a a routine or a practice that you have that's pretty embedded though your intent may be to, to move forward with the feedback the habit may still pull you back and tip number 10 some feedback may just not be authentic. It may not be well-intentioned. And it's not always easy to tell whether it is or isn't. But two types of inauthentic feedback are firstly critical feedback that is not intended to help, but intended to damage, to make you feel small or belittled or frustrated or even angry. So the intent of the feedback is meant to be damaging. And of course, you would deal with that kind of feedback in a different way. And almost as an opposite to that, the other kind of inauthentic feedback is feedback designed to simply flatter you, where you're given really positive feedback that's simply an attempt to manipulate your feelings into something more positive, mainly towards the feedback giver, rather than about nature of the feedback itself so tip number 10 is really beware of two extremes of inauthentic feedback feedback intended to create damage and feedback that's simply creating flattery so that's it those are my top 10 tips on how to receive feedback just a quick recap of the top 10 tip number one say thank you getting feedback gives you choice tip number two if it's critical feedback then don't defend don't justify don't explain tip number three it is however okay to ask for an example to provide more clarity about what the feedback really is about tip number four if the feedback is positive and complimentary, don't reciprocate or fob it off tip number five if you're not sure whether the feedback is accurate or not it's okay to seek corroboration from somebody else. Tip number six, recognize responsive feedback, how other people are responding to your behavior. Tip number seven, if on reflection you think the feedback has been helpful, then let the person who gave you that feedback know. Tip number eight, the best way of showing you value the feedback is to put that feedback into action. Tip number nine, recognize that feedback that's affecting your habits is likely to be more difficult to change. It's gonna take longer. And tip number 10, be aware of inauthentic feedback, either feedback designed to damage you or feedback designed to flatter you. Just keep your antennae sensitive for both those possibilities. So, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it or leave us a review. Remember, you can find full show notes on our website, plus a growing library of free resources which you can easily search by theme to find content that's relevant to you. We also offer workshops and coaching on a wide range of topics. Links to all of these resources are in the episode notes. Thank you.